You're listening to Pull Up, the podcast. On this episode, we talk Drew Brees says so long to the New Orleans Saints in the NFL as he has retired, and it is officially time for basketball, baby. It's March, so it's March Madness. Enjoy the episode. Showtime show. And we are back, Mr. Shaw. It's 6.34 and we are talking sports. Well, huh? So, you said little baby. Well, I did say little baby in the bigger picture, but we can get to him afterwards. We are talking, well, because breaking news comes through. We have to adjust and I forgot. Drew Brees is retired. Drew Brees has retired of the New Orleans Saints. I'm down in one of your favorite places to make fun of. So, what what are your what what are your thoughts on that? Drew Brees has retired from the New Orleans Saints. It's just time for a new, you know, time for a new new a new quarterback in New Orleans, and we just wait to see who who it is. That's that's all I can say. You know, that's it. So it's there's so just just a little bit about Drew Brees or whatever before we get going and you say that you're waiting in. Um Drew Brees is a Texas kid. So when you hear us get excited, a little bit excited about certain players is you know, Drew Brees will be in the Hall of Fame at some point. His career is now over. He led Westlake to a state championship back in ninety six and he has you know, he's done everything that he needed to do to become a legend. New Orleans Saints wouldn't be where they are if it wasn't for Drew Brees at this point. Right? He beat Peyton Manning in the in Super Bowl 44. He was the MVP. He's been a 13-time Pro Bowler, uh, one-time All-Pro, and he holds numerous passing records. And and I and I uh I have the utmost respect for Drew Brees, but I'm glad he's gone from the New Orleans Saints. Got nothing for him, never had nothing for him, will never have nothing for him. Bye-bye. The same side. Why? I'm a Buccaneer fan. You're what? Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan. The Saints, sorry again. So with with careers like that, and we're looking we're looking at it, and we know so Big Ben has decided he's going to stay. Ben Roethlisberger got paid. Tom Brady has been resigned. Tom Brady is still hanging around. He's going to be forty nine when he retire retires. I'm gonna keep my other thoughts to myself. What you know for the legends that he came in with, and he's now going out. Who is available for that New Orleans job? That would even put New Orleans in contention at this point. I mean, I don't know how much they believe in Taysom Hill or what they want to do, but Drew Brees threw the ball 40 times. I don't know if Taysom can do that. And Jameis, I don't know if they're going to keep him. He'll be a friend. He can throw the ball 40 times, but I don't know if you want him to. He can throw it 40 times. So for me, I don't care. I'd have nothing for them. We'll never have nothing for them. 
Know the Falcons. Really don't like the. Now you sound like Stephen A. Stephen A. Smith. This isn't about whether or not you dislike the Saints in the same capacity in which he dislikes the Cowboys. This is what can New Orleans do as a ball club to get back to the similar pinnacle of success that they've had with but, Andrew B. Breeze under you, but, but you're saying that. But do you want me to be real? Or do you want me to be fake? What type of show we pull up? Now you're now you're now you're testing what 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 we stand for. You know what I'm saying? Not our political beliefs, but our views. Like, we don't want anybody to come to pull up and be lying to us, do we? We don't, want, we don't want a scammer to come on pull up and promote a scam, do we? Right? So I'm not going to come up here and lie to the people. I don't care. I just wanted your professional that's opinion. Me, hey, your my, professional I, that's, my professional, that's my professional football opinion. That's, that, that, that was that. Like, I don't have to say when it comes to sports. I don't. I'm not gonna play with no. I'm not gonna talk about something I don't want to talk about. Like, let me tell you, when Tom Brady, when they were talking about the not not the flake gate, not the, none of the gates, but when he after the flake gate and where they go give him the 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 four game suspension, then they gave him the four game suspension. Or was it a year suspension? How long did he get? Okay, he didn't get four games. Four games. And then he like appealed. I don't. Did, did he sit at the? He, he did those the Yeah, he had, he had to do those. End of the season. But he go did ahead. four for something he did two years prior. That's bullshit. I don't, and and that was I was I, I I think ESPN I don't even be watching ESPN like that no more. I think they blew me with that. Like I don't even I don't really watch ESPN like that. I'm gonna start watching it more for gambling purposes, but I don't be because I feel like the 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 the, the storyline you you want to portray, right? We all know that, that Tom Brady has that behind. Uh, he has that dark cloud over him, but. For the NFL and for you guys to talk about it, they they talk about it day in day out, six months straight. So no, when I talk about certain things, I'm not gonna give you my oh well no, because if I seen him in real life after eating was drinking, I don't like y'all. Kendra, I'm not a fan of y'all. Well, it's nothing personal. Just don't like the same. That's how you feel. I mean, the dude playing real life, Jay said, "Well, you're a baller. I hate you with the dude." That's a double issue with the dude, but. You're a baller. Zion. Ah, Zion. You true, true, true. You be tough. I beat Kentucky by 30. You A double S for that. I'm going to be realistic, bro. Not, not when it comes to sports. I might lie to you about some uh, fashion or something. Yeah, that look. No. Kanye, yeah. West clothes be nice sometimes. Kanye in the building. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to say crazy. You don't say crazy people out. Okay, so since Mr. Sean doesn't want to talk about that, we will talk about something that you do care about. We are talking talking about the same. We're talking about March. We're going to move on to March Madness. It is March. We do get a madness. We are expected to have a national championship on April the 5th, pending people being safe in these COVID bubbles. Before, as we get into that, there are seven, seven teams from Texas that will be making a trip to to the tournament. And Texas Southern is pending a play-in game, which it hurts my heart to have to say it because I don't know what happened to you, Prairie View, in the SWAG championship on Saturday. I was very disappointed. I do need you to know that as an alumni. My feelings were hurt. We got we beat Grambling in the Cotton Bowl Classic in Dallas in football. And then in basketball, after having a perfect wet record in the SWAG, being undefeated, you 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 can't beat TSU for the third time to make a run at the SWAT 
to try to get in the tournament. So Texas Southern is making back-to-back trips to the tournament. They will play a play-in game on Thursday against Mount against Mount St. Mary's. The winner will move on to play. Drum roll. Who will they get, Mr. Shaw? Uh, Baylor. Nope. Exactly. They will get Michigan. Oh. The winner play I moves do. on to get Michigan. So I'm I glad we didn't have to get that whooping. I just want to yeah, glad we have to get the whipping. So as we talk about the tournament and the Texas teams, like I said, North Texas is in the tournament. Texas Tech is in the tournament. Texas is in the tournament. Houston is in the tournament, and Baylor is a number one seed. Um, who haven't they haven't made a Final Four appearance since 1950? So shout out to the state of Texas, and that shows you the amount of talent that even that we're able to recruit here in in the Long Star State. Although basketball and national championships have not been what we've done. We know Texas Tech went deep in the tournament the year be in 2019, um, beat by Virginia, who was the national championship national champions. Um, right? Did I get that right? It's, it's been right. so long since we had um, a championship. So as Mr. Shaw said, Gonzaga is number one on one side. Baylor is number one on the other side of the bracket. Um, other notables, yeah, Michigan is number one in the East bracket. Illinois is number one in the Midwest bracket. Baylor's in the South bracket is the number one seed. Gonzaga is number one in the West. Mr. Shaw, where are your boys, Kentucky? We make. So I I brought that up to say we will have a tournament this year that will look very different. Where I do believe Cinderella stories are going to have an opportunity to come to light. Now, I, I I would like to see Jawan Howard. Um, I would like to see Jawan Howard move forward, especially being that he was a a part of that Fab Five. I would. It would be nice to see Jawan Howard get a national championship. It really would, because there is no Kentucky, there is no Duke. This is a chance for Cinderella stories, and I know that doesn't make you happy. I mean, yeah, no I, I'm not. I'm not I, there was a point, you know. I, most of the games we lost this year was about three, four, five points. No, live one point. We missed a lot of buzzer beaters, right? When you're in the season where you're losing games by buzzer beaters, you got a transfer who didn't live up to what he was supposed to be. You got the young kids who it, it, basketball was a whole lot harder, right? Wasn't easy as they thought. Had a player go down with an ankle injury. You had a player who missed the first nine games. So. He had a lot going on, but they were fighting. That that we lost, we lost in the uh, AC tournament to South Carolina, seventy three, seventy four. We fighting. And, and fighting. I, and I, I, I wasn't tripping. We were fighting. Like, and I think that you said the rest that perfectly. Lucky fans, they they crazy, right? They oh, it's uh, quite a recruit like this, bro. It's it's variables and scenarios that he had nothing to do with. There was. <laughs> There were points where we would play on Saturday, win, and don't play again until another Saturday. We just said how we long, right? He was trying and, to find games. We put yeah. North Carolina on the schedule within a week because we ain't have nobody to play. And here's the reality of the situation about the tournament when I say that. For those who don't know, Duke, is, Duke didn't get to finish the ACC tournament because somebody tested positive for COVID, which shut down their season. Even not giving them an opportunity to get into the tournament. So because the university is shutting down and the kids are on protocol for COVID, this has been a COVID based season. I think it's going to be great for those kids that get the opportunity to, to be there. You know, this is a college athletes 
a college basketball player's biggest dream from young is to play in March in the tournament. This is big. This is that opportunity to come alive, that one shining moment. Kids that we didn't even know, the Seth Currys of the world that nobody knew about at Davidson, you get to see them in the tournament at Davidson for them to come on and become, go on to become some of the greatest players to ever play the game. You right. Know, the tournament is a, tourna- it's a showcase. It's, it's a showcase. It's a showcase. This, this is big. And so, yeah. you know, to see Jawan Howard, um, Jawan Howard, Shaka Smart, uh, Oklahoma State's head coach, I'm rooting for them because we also talk about the limited number of African-American coaches in, in sports. So there are three black men that I am rooting for that I do hope have an opportunity to advance. Jawan Howard would be an exclamation point on the fact of as Michigan, they were five freshmen that started. They changed the culture of college basketball, you know? So there are just so many different elements to this tournament. As we look back and we say, you know, what does the tournament look like without North Carolina, without Duke? What does it look like without Kentucky? You know, you have the North Carolinas in, Baylor's in, Texas Tech can make a run. Texas can make a run, especially from Texas. There's different factors that make this game so exciting. The reason that, you know, people are not at jobs. So are we doing playoff brackets? You know, I've won state dinners at playoff brackets from my former employer. Mm-hmm. This is an exciting time of the year. And even if you don't watch basketball, it's just those those rollbacks. It's those that footage of that, that shot that was amazing, the buzzer beater, the overtime possessions. And I think that we have to we have to salute these kids as college athletes this year because this year has been extremely difficult. This is two years in a row that some of these kids don't get a chance to play in the tournament. Teams that are in the tournament have have teams that are stacked. As you said, Kentucky is a one and done type situation so some of these other schools have had kids that they've had four years to work with the chemistry is different as you what did you say you got chemistry that's different some of the schools that have had a little bit a better chance because they stayed more in a bubble of being able to play and not sitting out seven days mm-hmm. you know so the today is the what 15th the tournament starts on the 19th which is thursday of this week and we're looking to have a national champion by April the 5th. They're playing in bubbles. Um, so they have to tell you. I thought today was Wednesday. I'm tripping. You thought today was Wednesday? Yeah. But we pull up on Mondays, Mr. Shaw. I know. I told you I was tired. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Um, so that's, that's, that's the game plan on the guy's side. I can't call it. I would like to see Jawan Howard get a win. Um, on that side. Mr. Shaw, now, I don't know if you got breaking news earlier today on the women's side. I did not. Um, Gino is, Gino tested positive. University, UConn's head coach tested positive for COVID. So, so can't the bracket, for weeks. so he can't, he has to sit out with the 14, I think they said it's 10 to 14 days that he has to sit. UConn is a number one seed. Um, they don't need him in the first round. But this also tells us what we're going to do with the bubble and what concessions that we're going to make that you have a legendary head coach like Gino that won't be able to be there. Now, they're they're in the first round. They got Jackson State. Jackson State won Southwestern Athletic Conference um, this past weekend. Salute to Jackson State. They beat Alabama. 
uh, A&M in a, in a buzzer beater. I watched that one the other day. So Jackson State is probably going to take a nice little whooping. Geno doesn't have to be there. But how does, you know, and we just talked about it in the men's side of things, how COVID has affected so many things. So many. Do we allow Geno back into a bubble after he tests negative? And how many days will he need to be negative in order to get into the bubble? That's a good question. So, you know, the women's tournament, the bracket is just the bracket is just updating. I don't even let me see if I can get you a date for a national championship. I know Mr. Shock would care less. But <laughs> no girls basketball for you, Mr. Shaw? Yeah, is there any women watching? Yeah, I love women's basketball. Well, you're gonna be a girl dad. You're a girl dad, so you may love women's basketball anyway in the future. Hell yeah, no. I just be sad too. I started to buy her pink Nike basketball today just because, just to agitate you. Because you're gonna be you're gonna be a basketball dad. Your whole idea and opinion is going to change about the game and the sport. Direct deposit twenty eight hundred. Me at Bed Bath Show me the beyond shit. Mr. Shaw, you are so off topic. Like, am I boring you? Nah, you was talking about uh, buying pink bass. How was pink basketballs for my daughter part of being on top? Because I was talking about women's basketball and you were ignoring the entire conversation. I was talking about Bed Bath Beyond. What woman don't love Bed Bath Beyond? They're they're overpriced and they stuff is not that nice. Oh, isn't it? Excuse the H E L out of me. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, anyway, to wrap that conversation up, guys, basketball is coming this week. So we are we are excited to see some college basketball. We will be back next Monday to talk a little bit more about the rounds and where we are with seating. Mr. Shaw is so detached because Kentucky is not there. His feelings are obviously hurt. He doesn't want to entertain <laughs> us and talk about it. So, you know, this is what happens when you are so in love with a team and when your team doesn't make the tournament, your feelings are hurt. But I do want to talk about the bigger – I want to talk about the Grammys last night as well to get our tad bit in about the Grammy Awards. So the Grammy Awards took place last night in L.A., in front of the Staples Center, they were socially distanced outside, and Meg got some Grammys. So Beyonce, Meg Stallion, both won Grammys last night. Meg won two. Um, Beyonce is now officially the most decorated artist at the Grammys with the most awards, and Blue Ivy even won a Grammy at eight years old for Brown Skin Girl. From the Lion King. So, Mr. Shaw hates the award shows, but one of his favorite rappers did perform. Mr. Shaw, did you check out the performance and what did you think about his tribute and being able to be so young and young artists being able to kind of do what hip hop was started on to talk about what's going on in our communities and be a voice? Oh. Uh. Is it even on? Uh, did he win a Grammy? Did he win a Grammy? I don't think. So you tell me, Big Black and White, did, uh, the bigger picture didn't win a Grammy. There was a rap I, song. There was a. I don't know if he won a Grammy. That's that's the craziest thing in the world. That song was supposed to win a Grammy. 
That song touched on everything and didn't blame anybody. And then the video was just, you know, of course, little baby didn't come up with the idea, but uh, he already has the best video. For you know, most videos beat him in the house with the guns and they partners with the guns. That's what right. the music video consists of now. Little baby has the visuals, and you know, he brings the effects alive with his video. So um, I, I enjoyed, it, you know, how they had. Uh, the black man at the beginning of getting shot and the baby walking through the street and rapping. Uh, I, I was watching it in here. I got up to the fact, I got up to the point where Killer Mike had all the microphones in front of him and he was uh, speaking. But uh, I, I enjoyed it. I, I, I feel like the song is over Grammy. I don't, I don't see how anybody heard that song and didn't say that song gonna win a Grammy. The first time I heard, it, I said this is a Grammy winner. But now, again, you started off with Mr. Shaw doesn't like. The war shows. What you just told me is I'll never win a Grammy, so I'm not going. I'm gonna be there if I'm not gonna win. You could win a Grammy. You may do a voiceover on a movie. You don't know. You may do a soundtrack. Like there's so many things. And, and how do you feel about this song? I I think that we talked about this. If everybody remembers, during last last May, almost a year ago. When the country was in unrest and chaos after the death of George Floyd, Ahmaud Aubrey, Breonna Taylor, say their names and make it be more than a hashtag. We talked about artists like, you know, we talked about the bigger picture. We talked about his visuals. We talked about the subject matter. We talked about the content. I was impressed with the way he delivered the visuals at the Grammys mm -hmm. to, to show him walking up to the police line and, and reciting his lyrics to show um, Kendrick out of Houston, who is on, um, God, I can't think of Issa Rae's show, but to show him being taken out of the car, you know, to, to, to just walk us through and, and the Wendy's, you know, and, oh God, I can't think of his name because I'm, it's just, you know, to see the Wendy's bur burning in Georgia when the young man was killed by the police there. Oh God, you're not even helping me with his name. No, nah, but I know uh, Yeah, just, just these things were to bring the graphics to life. It's one thing to talk Black Lives Matter and police brutality and never really see it. You're seeing it from, you're just seeing the news reports. You're not really seeing the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. And so for him to detail it and then for Killer Mike and then for, um, God, the Mallory, uh, Tamika Mallory, who's a big a part of the Black Lives Matter, to give her speech, to understand it, I think that it doesn't get better than that. I enjoy it. it. I just don't understand know. how the song didn't win a Grammy. And it, when it's worked like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, when it's worked like that, I just, I know I'm never going to win. Well, it, it also depends on... If they invite me, I'll go because I'm not disrespectful. And I want to show off the red carpet like, y'all see me? Good right. And, and, and the visual was... And I, the visual was Rashad Brooks that was killed, 27-year-old black man that was killed in Georgia. And Rashad Brooks was killed in June. So we had already dealt with Ahmaud Ivory, Breonna Taylor, uh, George Floyd, Rashad Brooks. So to bring it to life, I don't know what the Grammy qualifications are at this point. Billie Eilish won um, Album of the Year and um, Record of the Year. And then when in Record of the Year, she gets up there and she says... Record of the Year was... Well, your song that was a hit. She says to Meg, 
I love you. This was yours. Because even as a winner at the Grammys, she felt like Meg deserved it. Who was hotter than Meg Thee Stallion last year? Whether you like her or not. You know, with Savage, with WAP, with a whole album, Meg was on fire. She was new artist of the year. Her and Beyonce won for Savage, the remix. She was hot. So I don't know what qualifies a piece like Bigger Picture to win a Grammy. I don't know what has to be done to win that Grammy. Does that make sense to you? I agree. So it's it's not a slap in the face. It's just like we really don't know, you know, just like we argue who's the GOAT, who's the greatest, you know, who's the GOAT in hip-hop. Who's the GOAT in football? Like, all of these arguments are based on we never see what the criteria is for the Grammys. But I hope that anybody that didn't turn the television off when he did his performance had an opportunity to really visualize without having to go and search why there needs to be a bigger picture as you watch people be detained by the police to later lose their lives in the way we handle protocol because their skin is... They're brown-skinned girls and boys, as eight-year-old Blue Ivy sung about it won a Grammy for. You know, that's the bigger picture. Our skin is brown. So, guys, this is your girl, Candy K. Lynn. And this is your boy, Shawtan Shaw K., the fan mom. And it feels like this time goes by so fast, but it is time for us to get out of here. We thank you all for being listeners and subscribers across the world. We are You are listening to us in Canada, Europe, Russia, Ireland, Australia, um, Tanzania, India, parts of India I've never even heard of. Um, We thank you for your support and your love. Until next week. Pull up. We out. Thank you for listening to another episode of Pull Up, the podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, do us a favor, go ahead and hit the follow button or subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. Make sure you leave us a review if you're listening on Apple.